You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome to the Express. It's Bilal Bakani and Daniel Shahori. AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling's Forbidden Door. It needs something more. Uh, Dan, what are your initial thoughts? And I spent too much time working on that title uh, about this card. And I will say we're doing this on Tuesday because I have a wedding and two other things happening this week. So uh, as of Tuesday, what are your thoughts about this card, which will most definitely change? Well, when they first announced it, I was very excited by it. And if I'm being honest, it's, I don't know, I'm not that excited about it right now, I guess, because they've introduced so many new people on television suddenly, and I don't follow firsthand New Japan. Mm. But I imagine once uh, the pay-per-view starts, I'll get, I'll be pretty stoked for it. It's so funny, Dan, because I just, I have some, I have a great guy uh, who just tweets me uh, the ratings for AW every week and kind of just justifies them no matter what. But essentially, about a week ago, AEW did one of the worst ratings. And I think about a year, give or take, this is one source. Um, and I think what it says to me is, on one end, I don't think this partnership has the mainstream appeal that AEW thought it did. But to be fair, you don't have CM Punk. And again, we're doing this on Tuesday. I don't think Kenny Omega is going to show up. I hope he does. But I don't think he's going to show up. And... Uh, and I, I don't know where Daniel Bryan is in all of this. I would suspect there's a health issue. I don't know why else he wouldn't be a bigger part of this card. So he's going to show up on Dynamite to, oh, to, to, to explain what's happening. We okay. don't know if he's going to be on the show, but he's going to talk about it. Sorry, go on. So, so, so to my point, I, I just I, I look at the Forbidden Door, the ratings again, the low of the last year. You're missing a lot of people. MJF. Yeah, MJF to that matter. I just think it's sort of, it's no one thing, but when you put all this together, this has been a disappointment. And like you, like you said off the top, it's missing something. I'm not sure what that is. I guess, look, if you, if you are a new Japan fan in North America, you are already watching AEW. So it's not likely to increase the numbers, Mm -hmm. but it, it, I don't understand why it's decreasing. I mean, I've heard, I, I, I'm not, I'm certainly not an expert, but I've heard from people like Brandon Thurston that it's, mm. it's, uh, it all whatever for whatever reason all things on television were down that week. Mm. Who knows? But yeah, I'm not no, making I, excuses I, for that. To to your point, I, I think the NHL has a network deal with ABC, and for whatever reason, hockey is in now. So certainly, I I think that's a great factor because it it knocked everything on TV down that night. Let's start to go into this card because I think it's going to make it very evident uh, what some of the problems are. And uh, presumably the main event will be John Moxley uh, and, and Dan. I'm just going to have you pronounce all the Japanese names. So he's taking oh, on. Okay, good. Yeah. Hiroshi so John- Tanahashi. Okay. I might have. That was probably That's what I know. I, that, that was probably the only one I was going to get right. But I might as well give you a head start. Uh, this is a singles match for the interim AW World Championship. You know, Dan, I, when, obviously what happened with CM Punk you know, on one hand, you can never predict it. On another hand, I-, I was very worried about this guy's ability to go in the ring. And he looked gassed and he looked not like the CM Punk we knew seven years ago. But nevertheless, I, the, the speed at which they went to a battle royale gave Moxley essentially number one contendership for this title, but not this championship. And the way they've you know, and I respect the cross promotion of having a match, which is pretty predictable that he would be the guy who we've seen on AEW who would go forward and get this title shot. 
and and Moxley, in fairness, does have a bit of a backstory here. Mm-hmm. But I almost wonder if maybe we had just agreed upon this match, which is ultimately what happened. And if we had just spent all this time to let Moxley not only tell his story, but hear the other side of the story and, and actually build up a proper feud. Because again, we haven't seen what happens on Dynamite and Rampage, but I highly doubt if they've left them so little time to even converse with each other uh, or through translators, whatever the case may be. I just don't think they've told much of a story here, Dan. No. So you're sorry to clarify. You're saying that uh, Tanahashi hasn't been able to tell his side of the story as, so far. Yeah, I would say that. I would even argue that what about what William Regal thinks of this, right? Because Moxley's mm-hmm. not alone here. If if we had had a chance to hear Regal perhaps set up the importance of this internationally, because he's almost neutral coming from right. the UK. Like, right. I think you could have done a lot narratively. Yes. You, you could have even potentially put these guys in some sort of odd pairing. I think they, they might have done the odd pairing tag team theme, or they might be doing that. But I just think you could do more, because I think they knew this was the match. And I don't understand why we had the battle Royal with a match at the end of it, when we already knew Moxley was the guy. And then we had the new Japan thing so late in the game to pick the number one contender, which should have been a month before this pay-per-view. I, I just think there's so much missed opportunity here to tell a story. I hope that I'm wrong. And I hope that they tell an incredible story on dynamite and rampage, but I'd be pleasantly surprised. Well, obviously the, the plan was punk and Tanahashi. They, mm-hmm. they said so. Yep. And then punk went out they scrambled they did what they did so that would you you missed two weeks of tv having to fix all this mm. and uh that that was the big problem i don't even know if you would have had time even if then, it was if you had gone through who knows it's it, it would have been rushed regardless but you're right and this wednesday like you said that they're they are planning uh tanahashi and moxley mm-hmm. t- teaming up with somebody who i forget yeah. doesn't matter but th- right they should have been and maybe they still will they should have uh, a, a video pre uh, pre-produced package mm-hmm. with tanahashi a translator mm-hmm. and and, t- and explaining what how what he th- thinks about all of this yeah or you could have had a, a trans i don't know if there's a manager translator combo who could have dealt with regal and there could have been mm-hmm. a meeting of the minds i there's so much room for something here. Um, it, it just they probably know, still will. Yeah, I, I hope that like I think they will do some of that, but I think or like a, done... like on a road to like you know on on the YouTube channel they will definitely do that. Yeah. Now I should also point out we're taping at the time they released the road to to dynamite. I, I haven't seen it yet, yeah. so they probably have you, done. You that. couldn't. It's being released as we speak. Okay. Anyways, uh, Pack is taking on Miro, Malachi Black, or Penta, uh, and somebody from New Japan for. First AW All Atlantic Championship, which Japan is clearly not a part of. Uh, Dan, I, I hated the announcement of this belt. I hated that this belt looked like a, a knockoff of the women's title, which they just redesigned. I hate that they didn't do trio titles. Um, beyond well, they're Miro, coming still. Uh, we'll see. Uh, beyond Miro, I, I kind of don't want any. I guess Penta. There's an argument he could win it. Um, I don't know. This whole thing, I, I I don't care for, and I just hope Miro wins. Me too, man. I, I don't care about any like this whole. So basically, if you if you just look at it, it what what they're saying is it's 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 the non it's the non U.S. title. So because nobody uh, for it, 
nobody from the United States is allowed to be in this tournament. Which, so I, I, I know I finally know what affirmative action feels like, and I don't like it. I don't like how I don't want uh, the Canadian to possibly, which they're not, he's eliminated, but I don't want anybody, I don't want to win a title like this. I don't care about this either. I was really baffled when they introduced it. I could have, like, when that vignette started, I thought they were introducing the trios title. And I was like, what? 100%. Another another singles title. I, I was, sh- anyways. Yeah, I'm not excited about this. And I agree. I hope Miro wins. Yeah, we could do a whole podcast and everything wrong with this. The fact that Ethan Page represented Canada when you have Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho on your roster. True. Uh, is just mind boggling. And if anything, it points out your lack of depth of Canadian wrestlers. Um, and, you know, I think Tony Khan was in Toronto actually today, the day we're today, taping. this morning. And uh, I think they're finally coming to Canada. Um, but it actually just points out how much you've neglected Canada in that Ethan Page is about what you could present. I would want one of the, the 2.0 guys. Yeah, yeah. That, you know what? You could have had them face each other to yeah. be in this tournament. That yeah. would have been more interesting to me, uh, maybe with Jericho as a referee. Speaking of Jericho, uh, he's re-teaming with Sammy Guevara because... I guess they just ran out of things to do uh, with, I know this name, Dan, Minoru Suzuki uh, against Eddie Kingston, uh, Wheeler Yuda, and I'll just try it anyways. Shada Uyumi? Uyumi? I'm not going to take a chance on that as well. Okay, uh, my apologies. Yeah. Uh, this will be a trios match, and to our last point, man, this would have been a hell of a good trios match to introduce the trios titles in some sort of cross-promotion way, and then the next night you could have had you know, uh, the young bucks and somebody take it off these people. But I guess, you know, again, Dan, this is very thrown together. Uh, Jericho basically just name dropped the whole match at some point, yeah. And it happened. Uh, there are obviously existing feuds. There are connections. Wheeler Yuda got a great pop when he uh, returned surprisingly. Um, and, and we've seen Suzuki is got very over with the AW crowd, course, yeah. which makes it even weirder. that he's on the heel team. Uh, I know nothing of the third guy on this team, hence why I can't pronounce his name. Nor do I, and I don't want to pretend that I do either. Yeah, so, so I, I you literally just got name dropped, uh, and we're just assumed to have known this guy. Um, but this is yeah. how a guy like me learns, and uh, in this context, I'm you know I'm excited to see whatever this is. Uh, I like a lot of the people, in, you know, I'm a big Eddie Kingston fan, and and so whatever this is, this will be whatever it is, and I'm. I'm not excited for it, but I'm I'm happy to watch it. I'm gonna and it's gonna come back to the women's title match. Did they just not have rights to any of the women in New Japan? Are there no women in New Japan? I don't. There's understand. no. There's not a, a women's division uh, in, in New Japan. Oh, so they have a lot in com- common then. Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> I did not plan that joke, Dan. Yeah. It just kind of <laughs> presented itself to me. But yeah. all, all kidding aside, uh, the next match I think will completely steal the show. It's going to be Will Osprey, who's uh, apparently the IWGP United States heavyweight champion. I, I guess he won it not in the first time he was on dynamite or I don't even think rampage. I think it's just when we saw him last Wednesday, he had won that title. Uh, he's going to take on orange Cassidy. And, you know, I, I could argue that this is maybe not the match they originally planned to do. If they had, let's say, you know, D- Daniel Bryan, CM Punk and Ke- you know, Omega available to them. Um, probably not the match they were going to do, but I actually think in terms of a clash of styles, culture, like this will be something special. And I actually think it could potentially be a, one of the more interesting matches of the entire year. Like, I think this is actually 
the one thing that I think transcends even how I feel about the rest of the pay-per-view. Of, of course, Will Ospreay, like he, he's obviously somebody that I'm well aware of. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, you know, he's a guy whose matches I will seek out on the internet. Mm-hmm. And I was, uh, and, and I guess I don't understand the significance of the pairing of Orange Cassidy with him. Uh, I would have, that wouldn't have been my first choice, but uh, I don't see many of the fans complaining about it. So it, there, there's a reason for this. And I'll accept that. Um, so, yeah, this is a match I am looking forward to for sure. Yeah, no, I think it'll be really interesting. And uh, we go straight from that to, I honestly feel like this is a clerical error, Dan, and the wrong thing has been put on the pay-per-view. Thunder Rosa is going to defend mm-hmm. AEW's Women's Championship, not against somebody from New Japan, but against Tony Storm, who's I, she from the UK or Austra- from Australia. Um, uh, what? Like, I... Dan, can I? Is this just a placeholder for when they sign Sasha Banks? What is happening? Well, again, so New Japan does not have a a women's division. So, are you going to keep your champion off the show? I don't know. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Thunder Rosa was already recently vocal about the lack of TV time. So, Mm -hmm. he probably, you know, arguably you could have had uh, Jade Cargill. uh, on the show as well and given her something to do. But it is what it is. Uh, It's, uh, uh, I'm excited for this match. I mean, it's, you know, either they did it this this week or they did it on uh, the Blood and Guts episode next week. But you might, yeah, again, you needed a, uh, a women's match on the show. So that's a pretty good one. I'm excited for it. I, I think Thunder Rosa retains, but I, I'm excited for this. Yeah, I just, it flies so in the face of what's happening this month that I, I there's so many, like you could, potentially put Sheeta in this position because you've got two champions who she hasn't necessarily faced as champions. You've got Riho still kicking around. Uh, or you could have had all American top team bring in some Japanese coaches and coach up Paige Van Zat. Um, or, you know, Conte could have been coached by some New Japan people in con- continuity with what's going on with Jericho. Uh, this is such a it's such a, oh, we'll just do what we're going to do anyways, regardless of the pay-per-view that I'm, I'm shocked they've actually continued with this. Like, and, you know, even just as a program, I don't really buy Tony Storm as a contender at this point. Um, I It's been pretty quick. Yeah. Rise. Quick, unearned character yeah. motivation is she wants to be champion. Well, who doesn't? Um, I think Tony Khan was, it was like, Dan, if you do, Dan, if you don't, if he left it, if he left it off, he would have been criticized, mm-hmm. mer- you know, uh, mercilessly. And he, so he needed something and mm-hmm. this is it, I guess it feels, I mean, it's not like, it's not unbelievable. Mm-hmm. The, I think you, you can buy Tony Storm as a, as a credible opponent, but it I, was quick, but you can buy it. So yeah, I'll I, buy. I understand what it what what this is. I think even from a narrative standpoint, I never thought I would say this. I it made more sense to me when she was facing Charlotte and getting pies thrown at her. <laughs> that she at least as and that was incredibly stupid. But at least she hated Charlotte. You know what I mean? Like at least she hated Charlotte for being a jerk and she wanted to take the title from her as yeah, revenge. Two baby faces. Two baby faces. And I don't necessarily like wasn't Tony Storm ranked fourth? And she beat Britt Baker, who was ranked second. I don't know, or it was the other way around. But either way, she I don't didn't even, even remember how she got the spot. It was, it was they, they threw that out during the match yeah. half-heartedly, which basically means that whoever is the number one contender is not number one contender. And because two and four had a match, well, I guess that's the title match. 
It, it is what it is. Yeah, just a mess. Um, I'm going to attempt to get through all this, but I probably won't. Uh, FTR, uh, who you may know, are going to defend their Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships against the United Empire, who most of you won't know, which is Great Ocon and Jeff Cobb. They are the IWGP Tag Team Champions. They're going to take on Rapungi Vice, uh, Trent Beretta, and of course, uh, Rocky Romero. It's a three-way winner-takes-all tag team match for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships and the IWGP Tag Team Championships. Um, why you wouldn't just put the Young Bucks in this match who actually have titles instead of Trent Beretta and Ricky Romero? I don't know. And uh, why they should be in this match at all is a mystery beyond their links to New Japan. Um, but I guess the match will be good. Um, I also don't know why you wouldn't just make FTR the AW champions at this point. It's That's a bit weird. Okay, so obviously there's something, there's a reason why the Bucks aren't in this match. Mm-hmm. I think they have other plans for them mm-hmm. uh, because what would you do there? You're going to, uh, again, it's weird about uh, Rapungi Vice. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not weird. Again, I don't know the significance about why I think they, they would be with the other. teamed in New Japan, so they're known from there. And I think they've had Rick, Rick, Rocky Romero on loan. So he's come over. So they're sort of in between. But it's a winner takes all match and you have a third team that doesn't have titles. Like, Are what, the Bucks on this card at all? Uh, n- not uh, at present. And I think what we're going to have to do at the end, Dan, is we'll have to just guesstimate what the rest of the card will be. Because okay. um, they did just win the titles. You know, yeah. I'm going to say last week in air quotes. Um, because, to, you know, Dynamite's going to be tomorrow for anyone listening to us tonight. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just, I, I guess they, they built this in a way with the attacks and whatnot. Um, it's, it's just weird, right? I think if, if, if FTR wasn't in this match or if it was just FTR versus Rapungi Vice or Rapungi Vice versus the United Empire, and it was a little clearer, like, what is the direct feud here as opposed to this weird winner takes all when one of them has nothing to take from them? I, it's just weird. Who do you think wins this? Oh, that is a great question. I would say FTR because they are on a massive role. Yeah. Um, and, and I think this would, you know, for them to hold, and the other thing is they already hold a second pair of belts. So for them to hold three pairs of belts now, uh, they would kind of have a belt collector gimmick going and it would probably build them up for a good match against the Young Bucks. So I think the result will be good. The, the path there is is kind of a mess. All right. All right. So you mentioned the Young Bucks. Um, I'm going to backtrack a bit. The Hardy boys, uh, obviously, if you don't know what happened with Jeff Hardy, I'll just, I'll leave you to Google it, but you could probably guess, uh, he wasn't able to do it. Uh, and obviously I wish Jeff the best. That's terrible. Um, and the young bucks won the titles from Jurassic express, which was not even so much about the bucks winning the titles as it was finally the chance for Christian, uh, to betray jungle boy and hopefully make him jungle man. Um, but nevertheless, the young bucks have the tag titles. Dan, I don't really have a clear idea of what they do now because they're clearly a heel act. And aside from FTR, I'm, I'm struggling to think of what is that face tag team that should be going for those titles, uh, not just on Sunday, but beyond Sunday, beyond FTR. So we're not talking about, again, I have no clue who they might face from New mm-hmm. Japan on the yeah, show. Generally. So let's assume that they're not. Let's, yeah. So you're talking about in uh, going forth on AEW. Uh Babyface tag teams. Man, if uh, Anthony Bowens was healthy, I would have said, mm. I would have said Caster and Bowens. Yep. Uh, 
I could see the 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 ass boys having a go at them, but not oh, winning. God, I hope not. Yeah, just because they're kind of over at the moment for the same reason. Kind of being the imperative word, but go on. Uh, maybe you know, like uh, like a red dragon. There's mm. a lot of teams. I'm not even thinking about it, like, but there's a lot of good teams right now. Not the Hardies. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I mean, but uh, they're not on the show this Sunday, as far as I know. I mean, they might. We'll see, but. Uh, yeah, they just got it, and I, I yeah, and they won't go back to, I, I, I'm I, assuming Jurassic Express might peacefully go their separate ways. They're, they're not going to have a falling out with, uh, you know, I think both those guys could have a really good uh, singles run, Luchasaurus as well as Jungle Boy. And, and uh, so you'll have to help me here, Dan, because there's one other thing that I, I've picked up on that is probably going to get resolved, and it's sort of this triangle between Hangman Adam Page, Adam mm. Cole, and Jay White, um, who has one of the New Japan belts, uh, do you, I believe it's the IWGP World yes. Heavyweight Championship. I'm honestly, I'm Googling it. Um, I feel like this will be a triple threat, Dan, um, that they're going to add on to this but card. Jay or White said it wouldn't be either of them. Oh. That's what he said. Okay. So then who do you, th- where do you think this goes? Because that's uh, certainly hanging out there. I'm sure it'll this get This could be the dynamite. return of Kenny Omega. Oh, wow. And if okay. that's the case, we'll find out uh, tomorrow hmm. uh, on Dynamite. But that's what I, I, I can't see, uh, you know, all the, okay, the other matches that haven't been announced, like there, there is uh, the, the rumblings of Zack Sabre Jr. and Brian Danielson. Holy moly. That'd be they've been cool. talking about, they're going back and forth. So it's whether uh, Danielson is healthy. Uh, and you and there's a there's a chance that Okada shows up as well, but there's also not an opponent for him necessarily. Mm. But if there if Okada does show up, it'll likely be Adam Page. Yeah, now that see that will help this card. Um, I guess I would leave this to you, Dan. Um, and I, I don't have a name that jumps out here in terms of who's not on this card, and I'm gonna just start throwing some names out here. Um, you talk about the Brit Bakers, you talk about the MJFs. Mm. And this is sort of the issue we have with the last AW Wardlow. Yeah, Wardlow. Like whoever loses between Penta and Malachi Black, that's a fairly big deal. Um, mm. Who else jumps out to you um, that, you know, it, it really is surprising that they haven't. And I understand that the juggling and maybe there are people that New Japan doesn't want to work with um, for whatever reason. Who else should be on this card uh, and isn't and, and may somehow find themselves onto this card uh, as we get closer to this weekend? There was some, and I don't understand the situation, but there was some sort of political reason, according to Andrade, mm-hmm. uh, that oh, yeah. he's not on the card. Like there's mm-hmm. some reason because he works with such and such mm-hmm. Mexican company and therefore he can't do this. There's a few names like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of people, like uh, I guess the biggest glaring ones and and it's weird timing because MJF is obviously a big glaring. Yep. It's weird that they're, I understand what they're doing, but it's weird that they're holding him off TV because he's hotter than ever right now. Mm-hmm. And he has this built-in thing where he, he goes around whatever media interviews doing that, that he says how he doesn't like New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> he should have been on this card yeah. uh, and against anybody, like mm-hmm. anybody that they respect, he should have. Uh, it, like he, it, there should have been a, uh, an MJF promo cutting into New Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if it was just a general thing and it was a war of words, um, mm-hmm. because maybe his contract was in such a way that he couldn't fight. Uh, I was trying to think off the top of my head, uh, Darby Allen, 
Darby uh, Allen, of course, yes. Kyle O'Reilly, of course, Bobby Fish, uh, Red Dragon, basically. Mm-hmm. Jade Cargill, who you mentioned earlier. It is very... Uh, Swerve. Yeah, Keith Swerve, Lee. There's still Keith so many Lee. people, right? Yeah. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky yeah. Starks. Like, I'm trying to stay within the realm of... There's so many people. Who's on the roster. Hook. Um, There's so many people. Yeah, right? Hook's... Dan Housen, to yeah. a much lesser extent. Um, uh, Tony Nese, even. Like, you could keep going... Uh, Dante. There's uh, such a deep roster. This is, and it's, a, it's, it's no longer a good problem to have because this is what happens. Yeah. And I, I, it kind of reminds me of when WWE did the evolution pay-per-view, the old women's pay-per-view where it was an achievement. It was the first time it was ever done. And then it never happened again. Hmm. And the more I think about this, this very much could never happen again. Like th- this might be, they do it. And then Tony Khan sits down a month from now and, you know, the people at TNT and TBS sit down and say, look, like this kind of tanked our TV ratings. Don't do this again. And I think that's a very, very distinct possibility because a lot can happen between right now and this weekend. I don't think enough is going to happen that that rating for dynamite last week, which was one of the year lowest in a year, is going to be one of the best in, in the year. Like the overall trend is going to be down. And conversely, they sold out the show in six minutes. We'll see. But so we'll see if we'll see what the buys are in the end. Yeah. We'll see if they feel it's worth it or not. And again, well, if, if last Wednesday was an anomaly for some reason, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's, it's possible with the hockey. And I guess I think it also speaks to where the company is, you know, where they're they're fighting more. I, I don't really doubt their gate, right? I think they do well where they go. Um, they're hitting some smaller venues as well, you know, because of the confidence and because probably travel schedules and whatnot. So it's not as if they can only do big venues or they can only do small venues or they can only do stadium shows or they can't do stadium shows. Um, I, I think they're in a very good place there. But the issue they really, really, the top issue, I think, for AEW is you're in the midst of a media takeover where, you know, if wrestling already wasn't a priority for TBS. TNT, this new conglomerate um, is much more likely to look down on wrestling and is much much more likely to weigh you against your ratings as opposed to anything else. Um, and just, of course, coincidentally, again, injuries, ratings going down. Um, and it's also a pay-per-view you're building on a short cycle, right? This is not the typical AW cycle. Um, and I will give them credit. This doesn't feel drastically below a quarterly pay-per-view. It feels like about what you would get from AEW on a quarter. It's just that they partnered with New Japan and they had to work it yeah. out, right? So I I don't think it's so much a drop below what they would do, but I do think they misjudged their audience. Um, and also a bunch of things convalesced in a way that, that put them in a tough spot. I see this as a special attraction, mm-hmm. like what they hoped that Battle of the Belts would be. Mm-hmm. This is something... It's like the equivalent uh, in the WWE back in the day, like a Saturday night's main event, mm-hmm. uh, which was not a pay-per-view, but like a special mm-hmm. thing. And this is a very special thing. Again, it's uh, I'm, because of, I don't know everybody and I don't know the significance of everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't been overly excited, but I am, uh, again, um, I will, 100% tune in and I'm sure I will love it once it starts. Yeah. And to me, Dan, it reminds me of those initial shows WWE did in Saudi as part of that big deal where 
it didn't really feel so much like canon, right? It That's felt the original like, Forbidden Door. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very forbidden. Yeah. It just felt like, okay, this is something they're doing uh, more so for financial reasons. I think this, you could argue, yes. is for more... The fans. Yeah, fans or the art of wrestling, however you want to yes. look at it. Yeah. So it'll be... Uh, what, what may happen, if they get through this and they somehow... If this becomes a yearly thing, then I think what you'll see is the company incorporated more and put more emphasis on these titles. Um, and you'll see longer booking patterns and more exchange of talent. But I think that's very optimistic, right? I think this is very much like when we saw our Mansoor go on the 50 match or whatever it was winning streak. It's like, well, no, he just lost on raw one day. That's the end of that. You know, we had the greatest Royal rumble ever and there was a big belt Braun Strowman had and well, the belt and Braun are gone. Um, mm. You know, at least we also always will have Titus O'Neil slipping under the ring, but yep. um, th- that that's, pretty much the legacy then now and forever exactly but it it will be very interesting Uh, dan uh, is there any other thoughts um, before i close the forbidden door that is this podcast no i'm looking forward to it like i said it's it uh i'm looking forward to see what it will be and if i have to guess they're going to do it again next year he wants to do it again next year Mm -hmm. he believes it'll be a success i think there's going to be surprises there's there's gonna be fun it'll be fun okay I'm, i'm hoping for the best i am fearing for the worst uh, this has been The Express with Bilal Bakani and Daniel Shahori. We will be back uh, very soon because Money in the Bank is around the corner. Oh, yes. And um, despite no Roman Reigns, no Cody, uh, no a lot of things, the more I think about it. Um, no John just, Laurinaitis? Well, among other things. Uh, hmm. And John Cena being on oh, Raw, yeah, but him. not being part of Money in the Bank. Um, it should be quite good. Uh, at least the Money in the Bank, at least one of the Money in the Bank matches usually is. Um, so we'll talk to you guys about that. Until then... We're all done, Dan. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Never Sleeps Network.